Triggered wrestling is so awesome all the way around. That gets me triggered. Ooh, okay, well, let's go with the bad trigger right now. See, I'm a, I'm a fan of all of it. We'll force you to watch Trigger Wrestling. Welcome back to Triggered Wrestling. Today's prediction episode. We got AEW's Russell Dream and we got NXT No Mercy scheduled for the weekend. I'm here with my boy, Adrian de los Santos. Adrian, which one do you want to get started with today? Ooh, I say we should get started on No Mercy, man. It's, it's the history of No Mercy with WWE. This is the first time NXT is doing it, so they have some shoes to fill. I'm excited for this card. I said let's go with No Mercy. All right, start with the A show, then it is. Bruh. In the pre-show, we got Blair Davenport, who was formerly AEW's Bea Priestley, versus Kalani Jordan. Adrian, I know you know that Blair Davenport is not going to lose this one. No, she is not going to lose this one. Bea Priestley, she was a, I would, I would say she was a, a woman that was on the, on the roster consecutively, especially pre-pandemic era. Then obviously we know what happened. She ended up going back to the UK. But yes, I'm excited for this match. Even the pre-show looks banging. Blair Davenport, I have my money on her. I have her winning. Next, we got the NXT Heritage Cup Championship. We got Noam Dar, the champion, versus Butch, the winner of the NXT Global Heritage Invitational. That was the G1 Climax similar type tournament. He ends up winning and earning this title shot. Who's going to win this match, Adrian? Bro, my boy Butch has been, I don't know what's happening. Maybe the main roster, maybe the booker, but my man needs to win, get some W's and he's racking up W's in NXT and in the Heritage Cup. I have my money on Butch. WWE cannot fumble this play right here. If they have Butch lose, bruh, you can't. You literally cannot have Butch lose. Honestly, I'm going to go with Noam Dar winning this because this is going to be the third time essentially that he wins the NXT Heritage Cup this. I mean, now it's a title in NXT, but I'm going to go with Noam Dar being the champion here. Moving on to the NXT Championship match, we have Carmelo Hayes defending versus Ilya Dragunov. Ilya Dragunov, of course, had that memorable match with back then Walter, now Gunther. Banger. And fucking took the title from him. Is this the time for Ilya Dragunov to beat Carmelo Hayes? Oh, see, this is this again. No mercy. The history of WWF, WWE, and now NXT. This is what I'm talking about, bruv. The loser of this match has to go to the main roster. They have to go. No doubt about it. This is going to be a hard one for me because Carmelo Hayes has recently reached the top 15 on the PWI 500 list. And last year, I think he was like 70-something. And this year, Carmelo Hayes is 13th. But Lizzo Dragunov... He's a heavy hitter, man. He's a heavy hitter. I've seen that match with Gunther. I'm fucking torn up, to be honest. This is this is a hard one. I'm going to say Carmelo Hayes retains, and Dragunov will go out to the main roster. He has to. He just has to go to the main roster. Is he going to be the fourth member of Imperium? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Carmelo Hayes is going to win this match, I think. Yeah, and if he does go to the main roster, maybe kick Vinci, send him back to NXT, give him that Vinny Vitavici gimmick. Vinny Vitavici. <laughs> yeah, when he... <laughs> yeah. yeah, a lot of fans like that gimmick. He has a fan base. There's a, there's a market for Vinci. Send him back to NXT and just do the good old switcheroo. And then you have a story right there with Dragunov and Gunther. Oh, I beat you and now I'm your lackey? Nah, bro. If I want the top spot, boom, the match is set. I like that. Next, we get Braun Breaker versus Baron Corbin. People forget that Braun Breaker was NXT champion not too long ago. And uh, man, he he's one of those guys that doesn't need the championship to be a star. Facts. And here he is going against the star of their own right, Baron Corbin. Adrian, I know I got a lot of love for Baron Corbin. 
I think Baron Corbin beats Braun Breaker here and Braun Breaker ends up going to the main roster. That's the only way I see this going. Adrian, what do you think? Ooh, to be honest, you know, you know, you know, I'm not a fan of Baron Corbin. He's the jobber of the jobbers, uh, the wannabe top guy. Um, he showed a lot of promising when he first debuted in WWE main roster. Had to go back to developmental to be relevant again. But the man is doing a great job back down in NXT. And his feud with Braun Breaker, phenomenal. Fucking phenomenal. I'm going to go with Braun Breaker. Baron Corbin went down to NXT to put Young Talent over. So this is a perfect chance for Braun Breaker to beat him. Sets up the rematch. Braun Breaker wins again. Braun Breaker debuts in the main roster at Royal Rumble. Boom. Got it. All right. Next, we get the Extreme Rules match for the NXT Women's Championship. Becky Lynch versus Tiffany Stratton. Becky Lynch has to win because she's defending the... You know what? This is a good fucking match. Who knows? Because whoever wins this match is going to fight on Monday against Tegan Knox. It's got to be Becky Lynch. It has to be. It's got to be, right? It's got to be, yeah. I mean, mind you, this is only the second time these two women have met in the ring in singles competition. You know, a lot of fans hate it when AEW does this. Oh, they just had a match last week, and this week they're having a no-holds-barred Texas Tornado match, all of the above. I love it. I love booking like this where you have one match and the next match. Stop. No, 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 no. The first match that AEW does is always an Extreme Rules match. Then they bump it up to a fucking death match. And then and then the third match is a regular match. And that's how AEW books it. Anyways, I have my money on Becky Lynch. She has to win. She has to. That gives Tiffany Stratton the more power to be like, oh, you know what? Maybe I don't got it. Maybe I'm not the top player that I thought I was. Does some damage in NXT. Gets a rematch against Becky Lynch further down the line. Boom. Perfect way to set up Tiffany Stratton and put her as a top player in NXT and potentially go to the main roster come WrestleMania next year. So I'm liking this. Next, we get the Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Match for the NXT Tag Team Championship. We get the family, Tony D'Angelo and Channing Stax Lorenzo, the recently crowned tag champs versus OTM, the Creed Brothers, and none other than Los Lotharios. I think it's too early for the family to lose the titles here, even though I'm helping for a win from Los Lotharios. I'm going to go with the family. Adrian, who's going to win this match? Yeah, you're right. I was going to say Los Lotharios. They were in the main roster. They got sent down back to developmental. NXT and their story may be a little questionable, a little telenovela, but yeah, you're right. It is too early for the family to lose the NXT Tag Team Championship, so I'm gonna go with the family, bro. I don't, I don't see them losing. Literally, do not see them losing. Next up, we get the main event here. This is who knows that this is the main event. This is what I'm calling the main event because it's the man that draws the big numbers here. Dominic Mysterio, Dirty Dom for the NXT North American Championship versus Trick Williams, where Dragon Lee will serve as a special guest referee. Considering what we just saw on Monday, one would think that Dragon Lee helps Trick Williams win here. But is that what's going to happen? Or is Dragon Lee going to just call it down the middle? Adrian, what do you think is going to happen? Oof. I don't know how Dragon Lee got put in this position. I mean, he did lose his chance at the title this past Monday night on Raw. He has a good heart. He has a good heart. I think he's going to call it down the middle. No ifs, ands, or buts. I know Dominic Mysterio is going to try to politic his way and tell Dragon Lee to do his job, count faster, Dragon League's going to take no nonsense from this. I, I have a feeling Dragon League's going to probably get in the match somehow. But at the same time, I don't think so. Ah, yeah, see, this is hard. I say Dominic Mysterio retains. I'm going to say Dirty Dom retains too because it's too early for him to lose the title. Even though I'm a fan of Trick Williams here. And having him and Carmelo Hayes be champions together would be dope. 
Because Trick Williams wasn't even supposed to be in that match on Tuesday, and he got added into it, so who knows, man? Yeah, it was supposed to be Mustafa Ali, so as you guys know, he got released. Trick Williams is in there. So yeah, I don't, I don't think Dominic Mysterio is going to lose. Moving on to AEW's Russell Dream. The dream of who? Maybe only Tony Khan, <laughs> because a lot of these matches are questionable, as we alluded in the... Uh, dynamite review episode here i'm gonna start with the main event of the evening ricky starks versus wheeler yuda bro (laughs) (laughs) bro i think tony khan is just fucking with you bro he said you know i like wheeler yuda this nobody brian over here this mark podcaster does not like wheeler yuda so i'm just gonna shove wheeler yuda down his throat just so he can like him so i can put it in his face Literally the dumbest match you could just forcefully add to a pay-per-view. And so today's Thursday. We still have Rampage and Collision. We already know what happened on Rampage. We still got to see what happens on Collision. This would go on to be the shortest pay-per-view event in history of AEW if it only stays at 10 matches. And I thought that we were going to have nine matches at All Out, but that ended up being 14. (laughs) So... I'm, I mean, are they going to have four matches added to this? I'm scared to see where these matches are coming from. But Ricky Starks has to win this match because, I mean, I don't even... Wheeler Yuta, bro, your big boss already beat up on Ricky Starks. Now you want to take him on? Makes no sense. But Ricky Starks has to win to get some fucking dignity back, I guess. Yeah, Ricky Starks is definitely going to win this one. Wheeler Yuta is just a punching bag for the BCC. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to be another punchy back for Ricky Starks. Then we get a four-way tag team match for a future AEW World Tag Team Championship match. So we got a number one contenders match at a pay-per-view. Like, you're really making me pay to figure out who's going to possibly... See, this is the thing. You're trying to get somebody to pay money to watch a match of who's going to be number one contender. So I have to pay again at another pay-per-view, bro? Make it make sense. So we got the Young Bucks versus the Guns versus the Lucha Bros versus Orange Cassidy and Hook. Ray Phoenix is already an international champion. Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson are already trios champions. Ring of Honor trios. Ring of Honor trios champions. Same, same. Hook is already the FTW champion, bro. Damn. It's a lot of champions in here. A lot of champions in here. (laughs) Shit, One would say that the logical team that makes sense is the guns. Oof. See, but we already saw the Guns versus FTR recently. We already saw the Young Bucks versus the FTR recently. Orange Cassidy and Hook, though? No. I'm going to... Man. Ray Phoenix just injured somebody. <laughs> he fucking broke his neck. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know who's going to win this. I'm going to go with the Guns. That's what I'm going to go with, the Guns. Ooh, Yeah. That's a good prediction, you know. Although there is no exclusive talent to a certain show, which whether it's Dynamite, Rampage, or Collision, the Guns and FTR are heavily featured on Collision. You know what? I'm, I'm going to go with the Guns. FTR, Guns 3, bruv. The Guns pull up the upset of the century. Uh, FTR retain their titles in an amazing rematch. It's only fair to add the third one. Is it too soon? Probably... But I think, yeah, the, just like how you just mentioned it, the only team that can easily be a good opponent for FTR, it has to be the guns. Has to be the guns. My money's on the guns. All right, so moving on, we got a singles match for the Ring of Honor World Championship and the New Japan Strong Open Weight Championship. That's a mouthful. Eddie Kingston versus uh, Katsuyori Shibata. Eddie Kingston just won the title, so I don't think he's losing it to Shibata. He just canceled a bunch of bookings because he is the double champ, so Eddie Kingston's going to win here. Yeah, no brainer. Eddie Kingston's going to win. And he also just re-signed with AEW for another four more years. Give the man another bone. Shibata, you know, he's doing his thing down in Ring of 
Warner. He ain't trying to gain no momentum. He's done his thing in New Japan and AEW. I think Eddie Kingston's going to be the guy to take the W. Next, we have Christian Cage versus Darby Allin in the best two out of three falls match for the AWTNT Championship. And I'm predicting that Darby Allin's going to win with some interference from Luchasaurus with a debuting edge to save Christian Cage from being eaten alive here. That's what I think is happening because if you're going to get edge to debut in AEW, this is the only way you're going to do it. And it has to be done at the pay-per-view. Otherwise, I don't think it matters as much. Same. If Edge is going to debut on AEW, it has to be on this match. But to me, I think Christian Cage is going to come out victorious in this match. He just won the TNT Championship from Luchasaurus last week at Collision. Losing it the next, literally eight days later. It's going to make the TNT title the same hot potato title that it's been. It's already a hot potato. Might as well lean into it. Yeah, but again, you have Christian Cage beating Darby Allin. Christian Cage... Cage beats more on Darby Allen, and guess whose music hits? Adam Copeland, aka Edge's music hits. I don't know if he's going to be the same as uh, WWE's, but I think Edge is going to come out to the rescue and say, what the fuck is you doing, bruv? You're not the guy I knew. You're not my friend. Something's going to happen. I think Christian Cage is going to win, and Edge is going to come to the rescue of Darby Allen. But what does that leave Luchasaurus? That's the thing, because Luchasaurus didn't look too happy after losing the title. Yeah, see, you know, at this point... <sighs> Yeah, see, I don't know. I mean, I'm and, sure. and this is the this is the problem I have with AEW. Like Luchasaurus was good as a champion. He's younger, and we still relying on old WWE stars to bring up the product. You know what I mean? Yeah, but also recently, Jungle Boy suspension is almost near an end. Can we see uh, Luchasaurus Jungle Boy reunion? I don't know. Maybe they're heels now, so maybe I don't know what's gonna happen. I just have Christian Cage winning this match. Same. Well, no, I don't. I have Darby Allen winning. <laughs> All right. Next off, we have the six man tag, which we haven't seen before we have the golden elite with chris jericho now versus kanosuke Takeshita, sammy Guevara, and will osprey adrian who's gonna win this match don Callis family has to one Fact. more time yep they have to win this they match have to. let's just say that uh chris jericho takes the pin here because you know him and kenny omega see this is the other thing when chris jericho and kenny omega had their match chris jericho was the alpha and it was the alpha versus omega match right essentially yep and now konosuke tefkesh is calling himself the alpha so there's gotta be something between those three in the future yep yep if you're gonna take somebody's nickname somebody's gimmick what's rick flair's thing to be the man you have to defeat the man and i think nah to, to be the man you have to beat the man. Oh, well, then there you go. You said it perfectly. And Kanosuke, I have Kanosuke pinning Chris Jericho. Because let's face it, Chris Jericho, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm tired of him seeing on my TV on a weekly basis. I, I was kind of glad I didn't see him on Dynamite. Let the man have some rest. Let the man have some backstage roles. Jericho's, he's the GOAT. He's the Jericho GOAT of reinventing himself. But... Yeah, let, let, let some newbies come in and get some TV time, Jericho. Then we have the two-on-one handicap match for the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship. We have MJF versus The Righteous, Vincent and Dutch. I'm going to go with MJF winning here because The Righteous, just because they've been on my TV screen twice, doesn't mean much to me. Yes, you know, this is the thing too. Um, For those who don't have Honor Club, I don't as well. But you can always keep up with these stories on social media. And I know that's kind of hard for some people. You have AEW, whether you watch Impact, NWA, AAA, CMLL, MLW, New Japan, Stardom, all these companies in the world. And Honor Club, Ratchets have been doing some damage down there. 
And they are fighting for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. As we saw last episode on Dynamite, JY got attacked by unknown personnel. Could we see the same personnel attack MJF in this match? Probably, and it is a handicap match. Someone online said that it's just retribution and they're led by yeah. uh, Mustafa Ali. <laughs> <laughs> and Mace, I mean, Mace and Mansoor on there too. So. I mean, you did get released. All three of them got released. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But uh, I have the righteous winning. They also got Mercedes Martinez already, bro. They do. Oh, they do. They do. <laughs> they do. I have the righteous winning. It is a handicap match. So. All right. Fair enough. Then we get the actual AEW World Tag Team Championship match. We have FTR versus Aussie Open. And FTR says they want the best version of the Aussie Open. But still, that's not going to be enough. FTR retains. Adrian, what do you think? Yeah, FTR has to retain. Um... They have to retain. They have to retain. Aussie Open lost the Ring of Wire Tag Team Champions at All In Wembley. I mean, nothing against them. Just FTR. They're, they're good champions. And then next up, we have the Seattle native Swerve Strickland versus Hangman Adam Page. Swerve Strickland has to fucking win this match unless he is going to be relegated to Miz status. Yeah, pretty much. Especially after last week when Swerve Strickland cooked. Adam Page just delivered on his promo. It has to be. Swerve Strickland has to win this match. I mean, Adam Page hasn't done anything since losing the world champion. And Swerve Strickland pretty much exposed him. If he had the same chances Hangman Adam Page had, Swerve Strickland would be the first black AEW world champion. And I don't doubt that. My money's on Swerve. Next up, we get the singles match for the AWTBS Championship. We have Chris Statlander versus Julia Hart. I'm going to go with Julia Hart beating Chris Statlander here for one reason, one reason only. Chris Statlander is a snooze fest. She's a good wrestler and all, but goddamn, bro, she has no fucking gimmick at all. As much I would love to disagree with you on that one, um, she had something going on with the alien gimmick. Had. Emphasis on the had. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm not really seeing anything. Yeah, she's mainly wrestling on Rampage. So for those who don't watch Rampage, I know it's only like, what, like 200k people, 300k people. Pretty much I'm not seeing most of Chris Statlander's run. Yes, Julia Hart deserves a match. And even if she loses, it better be a competitive match that, I don't know, man. I, I, Julia Hart's like 29 wins undefeated currently, right? Something like that, yeah. Something like that. So she's been built up amazingly for what? Just to fucking lose to Chris Statlander? Someone that came back and just beat Jade Cargill for no fucking reason essentially like this is so rushed like this is your time where we should just get the belt off of her Chris Statlander was a lot more interesting when she wasn't the champion ooh a lot of people have been thinking that on social media too cause there is there is something as you don't need a championship to get over with the fans you know people like you whether you're the champion or not that is a good take I have damn there's like a story to it, right? Like, for example, Hulk Hogan's thing. Uh, I don't know if you listen to him with Joe Rogan. He said, I was champion, but me as a champion doesn't mean anything. He's like, I need to drop the title to someone else because the chase and me trying to get my comeuppance on the bad guy, that's the story that drew the money, not him being champion all the time. And Chris Steinler, when she became champion, like it was so rushed. For what reason? Just to get a pop that day. And then all of a sudden, Jay Cargill's gone. But now you have somebody that's actually built up and that's going to lose to Chris Statlander for no reason? No. I mean, it makes logical sense that Julia Hart would have to win this match. You absolutely hit it on the money. Um, 
For those who are just listening to this, please watch our other episode of AEW and Dynamite Review and Raw where I pretty much explained Julia Hart's up and coming from the cheerleader of the Varsity Blondes to now. She's She's got a great fucking storyline, dude. Like, it really is amazing. To be honest, you made me change my mind mid-pod, bro. I, pff, oof, you're right. Julia Hart is, has to be, has to be the rifle winner in this match. Chris Leonard can always chase the title. Chris Leonard can always do something similar to uh, Dr. Britt Baker, DMD. Um, she, doesn't, she doesn't need the championship. She has a fan base already. Julia Hart is literally being built like a star. Julia Hart, my money's on her. And that's the end of the canon part of this pay-per-view because the main event here has nothing to do with anything. Much more like a lot of these matches have nothing to do with any of the storylines going on. We get a random match of Brian Danielson versus Zack Sabre Jr. Just because Tony Khan has the money and he wants to see it. Zack Sabre Jr. wins, I think, this match just because Brian Danielson, he's a booker. He's a creative. Uh, he's the head of a collision. And I don't want to see another booker book themselves to win here. Yeah, Danielson has said numerous times that he's towards the end of his career. He wants to fight as much people as he can. And a lot of people are British people that he wants to fight. He also wants to fight Pac, Will Ospreay, Zack Sabre Jr. For those who remember, was Danielson's opponent for Forbidden Door 1. Then he was his opponent for All In at Wembley. Those two matches got canceled. Now, the third time's a charm at Wrestle Dream. According to reports, Brian Danielson is 100% cleared to wrestle. I mean, Danielson has been losing a lot lately, especially in pay-per-views. This is going to be a hard one. For those who don't know who Zack Sabre Jr. is and saw him in, in a few matches in AEW, you guys are going to get a treat. But I think it's not going to be for a title. No, it's not going to be for uh, the New Japan TV title. So I think my money's on Danielson. It's for the AEW Interim Real World Heavyweight Championship, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the- I picked Danielson on this one. I mean, the man's been begging for this match for two years now. Was unsuccessful the first two times. Third time's a charm. Danielson, you can't... I mean, even if he loses, he's going to go out with a bang. But I have Danielson winning. I don't know why. I just have him winning. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you guys agree with us with who's going to win, who's going to lose. Comment. Yeah, let us know any potential storylines on NXT on who's going to go to the main roster following No Mercy, following Royal Rumble. You know, you have people like Braun Breaker, Tegan Knox, Becky Lynch, Tiffany Stratton, Los Lotharios as well, too. They were in the main roster. They could potentially go back, uh, bring some prestigiousness to that uh, tag team division up there. And even with this wrestle dream, like Brian said, it's probably only Tony Khan's dream. If you guys have any uh, opinions, predictions, let us know. And where can they hit us up, Brian? Slide in my DMs at Triggered Wrestling on anywhere. But on Twitter, we are Trigg, T-R-I-G-G underscore wrestling. That's what's up, man. And, you know, your boy is triggered about some of these matches. I know you're triggered. The fans are triggered. And we're out, Ski. Stay triggered. Bang, bang. <laughs>